Hey, Magic Maker. I'm your host, Kelsey Foremost, marketing expert, mental health advocate, and resident word nerd. If you found your way to this podcast today, it's no accident. It means you are ready to invite purpose and alignment and joy into your life and your business. Because Find Your Magic is the place where we have deep, meaningful conversations with successful entrepreneurs about what it's really like to build a life that you love. Today, I am speaking with life coach, speaker, and author Megan Siemens, and this is the episode for you if you are feeling at all lost about what the next chapter of your life should be, or perhaps you're feeling stuck in your business right now or stuck in an area of your life where you're just like, I don't really know what to do next. I just know that something's got to give. Megan is an amazing life coach who incorporates something called human design, which we'll talk about in our episode today. And she takes her clients from overwhelmed and uncertain and works with them so that they are clear, confident, and this is the kicker, purposeful. Megan is passionate about working with business owners, change makers, and leaders to reawaken their full authentic selves so that they can create the impact that they were born to make without fear, doubt, or people-pleasing standing in the way. Raise your hand if that resonates with you. It sure as heck resonates with me, except don't raise your hand if you're driving, please. Be careful. Thank you. So again, if you are wondering what's next in your life, if you're feeling stuck, if you think nobody else feels this way, then buckle up my friend, because you are about to find some serious magic in this amazing conversation with my friend, life coach and author, speaker, world traveler extraordinaire, Megan Siemens. Megan, thank you so much for being one of my first guests on Find Your Magic. I'm so excited you're here. I'm beyond thrilled for the magic that's about to unfold. (laughs) (laughs) Megan and I were talking a little bit before I hit record about one of the main reasons I asked her to come on or was moved to ask her to come on is because we share a mutual love of the word magic. Megan, do you want to just talk about why you love that word? And I'll talk about why I love it too. Oh my gosh. I am. I am so obsessed with what I call real life magic, because I think when we're little, we believe in magic. Like it's just part of who we are when we're young. There's so much magic around us. I mean, I remember seeing like fairies and goblins and like forests. And then at some point we just like shut that off. Like imagination, not real. Asterisk, I 100% had a fairy obsession and I had like a fairy sticker journal and these little fairy figurines. Like I loved them. And you just like took me back to 11 year old me who thought I was very artsy and important. So thank you. (laughs) Took you you into that inner child place. And that's exactly why I like love magic because I feel like if we can open our minds and expand what's actually possible for us as adults, Mm. we ignite that inner child within ourselves and we just create magic in real life. It's just, I mean, I could probably go on for a whole like 30 minute thing here about magic, but it's everything. Same. I love, I love the way you think about it. So I'll just add on to that and say the reason that I love the word magic beyond what you were talking about, just that inner sparkly feeling of being totally aligned and creative and that inner child is awake and loving it. The other reason I love 
magic in particular is because we make it. Yes. Like we make magic. It is totally within our power to learn the spells, if you will, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. actively invite and create magic in our lives. So this is magic right now, having you here on the Find Your Magic podcast. We are going to get into something that I am new to, but was immediately intrigued by, which is human design. So before we dive into the human design piece, I would love if you shared just a little brief story of like how you found your way to life coaching. And then from there, what led you to human design? Yes. Amazing. Okay. Whenever anyone asks me how I found my way to life coaching, I'm like, well, it all started when I was three years old. (laughs) I love that. No, it's literally like, I feel like as cliche as it sounds, it was like everything that I did in my life led me to that path, even though in the moment it didn't feel like it was bringing me towards anywhere productive at all. Right. It was just a hot mess is what it was like through university. I couldn't find a major that I liked. I changed my major on paper seven times. Wow. I probably researched I mean, I would say hundreds, I didn't write them all down, but I just felt like, wow, I don't fit anywhere here. Like none of this is me. And what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do with that? Because all your life, you're like following the path. And like you go to school, you excel in the things you're good at, but the things that I excelled at weren't fitting into the boxes that you're presented with in Mm. that traditional system. And so I was so lost and confused. It just, I didn't think I'd ever find a way. And then I I think this is the the magic that we're talking about. I started to write my own path, write my own story. I started experimenting. I started trading, like, what am I going to do? What's going to be the end all be all? What is that like box I need to fit myself in? I started trading for that for fun. What do I enjoy to do? What what brings, what lights me up? (laughs) I I think fun is the catalyst for magic. Like, fun, just paying attention to those moments where you lose yourself in something Mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, dang, like three hours have gone by and I like barely noticed, or I didn't have to pee, which is like my (laughs) indicator. Like if I'm finding that I'm getting up to like, go get a cup of tea or a snack or like pee 17 times, then I'm like not in my alignment. I'm not in my magic. I'm, you know, I'm not having much fun, but if I like, I'm like, Oh my God, I haven't peed in three hours. Then, then I'm like, Ooh, what an indicator. Exactly. It's a, it's a lovely signpost that I have come up with for myself. Feel free to steal it. Magic makers. Um, no, it's so true though. Like, I think that one of the reasons that entrepreneurs and creative people are so consistently interested in understanding how the world works is because we're constantly looking for where we fit in that world. Mm -hmm. We're constantly looking for belonging. And one of the biggest aha moments, I think everyone who has ever forged their own path can attest to is having that light bulb go off over your head where you're like, oh, I can create a space 
in which to belong. And then the real magic is that other people recognize it and are like, oh my God, me too. Like, I also didn't feel like this major, like university was for me or this major was for me or this path was for me. And it takes a lot of courage, A, to admit that, but B, to do anything about it. Yeah, absolutely. That is so true. And so often the things that we are so good at, they're so simple for us that we don't even think of it as like, oh, that's a strength. Right. Right. Mm. Or like, oh, I can translate that into work because when we're in our own reality, we just think, oh, everyone does that. And that's one of the things I love about human design, which I'm sure we'll dig into more and more is I open up this strength section for people. And I, I can't tell you how many times someone has said, oh, do you not do that? And I'm like, no, I don't. That's you. That's yours. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's super interesting. So, okay. What led you to human design? How did you find it? Talk to me about yes. like why you chose to go down that path instead of, you know, the traditional life coach. Yes. Stuff. I'll be honest. When I first found human design, I completely resisted it. And I oh. love to start out with that. <laughs> I, well, I'm thrilled you said that because I have a healthy dose of skepticism in my brain. Like (laughs) I am, it's so funny. I was talking to my best friend about this where like, I will light the sage and do the, and do the affirmations and like be the hippie woo woo girl one minute. And then the next minute I will be like the fidgety skeptic. Who's like, am I really like me? Is this really, am I really taking this quiz online Mm -hmm. to see my Mm -hmm. personality type? Like really Kelsey, are you really going to do that? I think I feel like everyone does that to an extent, but I saw it and I read it and I was like, ah, another personality test. No, not, I'm not going to put myself in a box. I was like, yeah. very, I'm very <laughs> stubborn with it. I'm very like dramatic, like ah, not for me. Um, and I kept like clients kept asking me about it and people kept like pointing me in that direction. And whenever things keep coming up for me in like a pattern, I, I eventually wake up and say, okay, like universe is putting this in front of me. There's something to this. I'm always willing to follow those nudges and open those doors. So it was like, I like, it wasn't one of those like, Oh, here it is. Great. That's my path. It was like a gradually opening the door, seeing it more and more and more. Yeah. (laughs) What an important distinction. I think all of us think for some reason, I don't know why this narrative is around because Mm -hmm. it's not true at all. We think that our purpose is going to hit us like some thunderclap lightning bolt and then everything will make sense. That is not how it works. That is never been how it works for anyone in the history of the world, especially people who are really living in their purpose and their magic. It is just as Megan said, all these little signs that like consistently and almost kind of quietly Mm -hmm. keep coming up. And sometimes you do get a big flashing neon sign Mm -hmm. and you're like, cool universe. I got it. Chill. But then a lot of times it's just following those small nudges of intuition towards what's bringing you joy. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is like the greatest gift you can give to the world too. When you start to pick up those breadcrumbs I think purpose is an evolution. It's not a destination and it's not an endpoint either because what happens when we find our purpose, then what? We're just like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I'll just sit with that. I'll just like hang out with it for a bit. <laughs> like, that's, that's so awesome. true. Right? That's so true. Like, oh, it's hi, a journey. there you are. Yeah, exactly. It's a journey. And so 
when I found human design and ultimately was like, okay, fine, I'll look into it. Like the thing that really drew me in and just got me so obsessed with it was it was when it started shouting at me. So it's like those little breadcrumbs. And it's like, okay, fine. Like, I get it. You're trying to put this in front of me. It was shortly after my older brother had passed away. And he mm. was one of the first charts that I opened and looked at. Of wow. course, I did mine. I did my mom and dad. And then I opened his and my other older brother. And it was looking at his and seeing all of the pieces of him that were there for his whole life. And that was what lit up my soul. That was what got me like, oh, everyone needs this information because wow. that's the gift we leave on this earth is being fully and truly ourselves. And that's what human design taps into. That makes me choke up because it is so, isn't it amazing how we can see these things through the lens of the people we love, right? Like, yeah. and even if it's not someone like an immediate family member, maybe someone that you really admire, chances mm -hmm. are it's someone who, as Megan just said, is really fully themselves. Mm -hmm. What a gift to ourselves, what a gift to our partners, what a gift to our friendships, what a gift to the world. Yeah. To, yeah, to find ways over and over and over again throughout our <laughs> lives to continue to discover yeah. who we are so that we can continue to be who we are. Yeah, that's it. Like full stop. We can end that. Episode <laughs> <here>. <laughs> so tell me, okay. So for those who don't know what human design yeah. is, can you give like a brief description of what it is? Yeah, absolutely. So I like to explain it as like every personality test you've ever taken, like put into one nice little bundle. And that's what I really love about it is it's not, here's your label. It's all of your contrasts mm, in, yes. in, in human design. There's 2 billion different configurations to a human design chart. That's because every single human being is different. So it's not like Oh, like maybe you've heard and we can dig into like kind of the base layers of like the different types of human design. So maybe you've heard like, oh, I'm a generator in human design. That's just the tip of the iceberg. So if you're like, oh, I'm a generator, but I've heard these things about like something called a manifester and that resonates with me as well. That's because you have other things in your chart. There's other things happening in there. And the way the chart is generated is from your birth day, time, and location. So your chart never changes. And it's that not, is what yeah. the inner skeptic in me immediately. Yeah? Yes. Okay, okay. tell so me more. I'm, I'm I'll curious. explain. Maybe, maybe you guys might identify with this. Mm -hmm. So there's some, there's like this removal of ego that is very uncomfortable for me because mm. in other personality tests, like say, let's just use Myers-Briggs as an mm -hmm. example. You have to answer all these questions, right? Yeah. And like you, and most likely your ego is the one doing the answering. So mm -hmm. you can kind of control the outcome of the test, Absolutely. right? <laughs> and when I heard or saw that human design was just based on my birth date, I was like, okay, how much can a computer generated like chart from 2 yeah. billion different outcomes really get me quote unquote based on just my birthday and I still I'll admit have a little bit of skepticism about it however Megan was kind enough to run my human design chart for me and give me this incredibly detailed breakdown mm -hmm. and I gotta say I had 
goosebumps on every page. And I also found myself getting kind of pissed because I was like, you don't know me. And then I, and then I was like, oh, damn it. I totally, that's exactly what I do. That's exactly what I do. I love that. I mean, I love the frustration. <laughs> and that was literally the thing. It was like, you're, you're, um, yes. like when you're not in alignment. You're frustrated. That is a hundred percent correct of me. Yes. Yes. So let's, if you wouldn't mind, talk about that tip of the iceberg. Cause I think it would be cool for people yeah. to sort of maybe identify with a type. I myself found out I'm a generator. Definitely after reading the description, I very much identify with how it's, it spoke to me. So yeah. uh, tell, tell us about the different types and maybe like a couple personality yeah. traits of each. Absolutely. Cool. So there's five basic types in human design. It's likely the first thing you'll hear about. And what your type is, is it's just how your energy is meant to show up in the world with the least amount of resistance. So um, our first type, and it's the majority of the population, is a generator. And so that is what Kelsey is. And generators are really, they are here to be our creative life force energy. They have this buzz about them and they are like ready to go, ready to get things done. And for a generator, it's all about waiting for a response. So you're like, constantly paying attention to what's happening in your environment and checking in with if you have the energy to give to that thing you're responding to. So true. Yeah. <laughs> so then we have our manifesting generators, which are a type of generator as well. So they also have that buzz, but for our manifesting generators, they're usually a little more multi-passionate. They're moving through the process while they're getting that buzz of energy. Manifesting generators, I feel like whenever I'm sitting with them, I can feel their excitement. I'm like, <laughs> what adventure are we going on? Tell me, <laughs> tell me all the things. <laughs> yes. Then we have our manifestors manifestors only make up uh, 9% of the population. So it's small amount there, but our manifestors are, are, they're our doers. They are here to make an impact. Our manifestors have a strategy that that's called to inform. And so for our manifestors, they have this like big energy to go make things happen, but it's so important for them to inform us of what they're doing. Otherwise you get this kind of energy. This is like my favorite description of a manifestor because I've witnessed it happening. You get this energy where someone just like gets up and leaves the room and everyone's like where where are they going what what just happened what <laughs> I'm it's I love like manifestors just like get their minds up something and they're like cool that's what we're going to do oh, it's wow. so important to ground in I wish I had a little form. bit more of that in my life yeah <laughs> I can like usually tell when I have a manifestor energy around me because they're like they have this like different like intensity about them and I love that description because literally I was describing it to one of my friends who is a manifestor and he literally got up and left in the middle of me talking to him and I was like hmm are you can you do the energy I'm telling you about where are you going we need to know it's so fun okay so then we have um projectors I myself am a projector our projectors are our guides, advisors, projectors like deeply understand whatever it is they're led towards. So whatever the topic is that feels interesting to you, and this is where like the different layers of the chart comes in, mm -hmm. you're really made to like deeply get into that and, and guide people through that. And then finally, we have our reflectors who make up 1% of the population. Ooh, little and unicorns. I, yes, they are little unicorns. And I know so many reflectors, which I think is super cool. Our reflectors are 
constantly sampling the energy of the community and reflecting it back to us. Mm. It's really, really beautiful to witness and reflectors are really made to make decisions in kind of this like slower kind of pace. I want to say that doesn't make them any less powerful. They are bold, courageous leaders, but what they're doing is they're sampling the energy along the way. So hopefully that gives everyone a little taste of the start of human design. I feel like, oh, there's so much more. I love that. Now we'll put this in the show notes, but where can people go to go ahead and like plug their birthday in and see what chart comes back at them? Yeah, absolutely. You can do it for free on um, Jovian Archive. Dot com and yeah we'll put it in the put it in the show notes and you just type your info in there and then just that basic information on like the types it's so accessible to find and like read more about awesome i love that so tell me so you are a life coach and yeah. so the human design informs your coaching is what it sounds like Yeah, absolutely. So I pull the chart for like a client before we start a series and we just kind of use that, like integrate it and weave it into whatever it is they're creating in their life. I love that. There's this quote that I write down on everything. It's one of my favorite quotes from uh, Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. And it's take the light from wherever you can find it. Mm -hmm. And I just love this idea that, you know, even if the idea of human design, quote unquote, doesn't like light you up. It's still helpful mm-hmm. to do things like this and to get curious about mm-hmm. how you move through the world, maybe seeing yourself reflected in how other people move through the world yeah. so that you can remove barriers that could potentially be holding you back from pursuing mm-hmm a really beautiful, magical, aligned life. And there's this element of life coaching in particular that I really love, which is like, there's an action element, Mm -hmm. but -hmm. there's almost like a therapeutic, like mental element too. So you're kind of working on both at the same time. Absolutely. And before we started, I let Megan know that I listened to another interview she did on a, a different podcast called... Turning 30. Turning 30. Thank you. And she was talking about one of the main pillars of your coaching, which Mm -hmm. is comfort zones and the difference between like mentally changing your comfort zone Mm -hmm. or expanding it versus Mm -hmm. taking action. Mm -hmm. So I'd love if you talked a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think so often we think like, oh, I'm going to break my comfort zone. And then we think like, oh, I have to go skydiving or like mm-hmm. bungee jumping and like do this like external thing and be like, cool, I'm out of my comfort zone. But that's not actually where your comfort zone lives. Your comfort zone lives in your mind. And you can go skydiving, you can go bungee jumping. I've done all the adventurous things myself and it feels really good. And it does break a comfort zone in the moment, but there's still these stories that are playing in the background. And to me, those are the most important comfort zones to break. Those are the ones to watch because if you don't pay attention to what's playing internally, it's either going to keep expanding as you expand. Like we can't shove down what's going on internal as much as like society wants us to think so. (laughs) We can't like shove it down. Right. So that's like one of my favorite analogies of that is like, 
it's trying, it's like trying to shove a beach ball underwater. If you're like mm. trying to shove your mental states or your comfort zones, just like shove it down. It's going to keep trying to pop up. It's going to create more resistance. I and love so- that image. I'm a big yeah. image person that makes so much sense to me. Yeah. And it also ties into that earlier thing you said about just being who you already are and mm. embracing that so that you yeah. can move forward rather than like that constant motion of pushing the beach ball underwater and just being like, mm-hmm. stay down. And how much freaking energy does that take? Exactly. 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 It's like, it's a, <laughs> yes, I'm excited. Um, yeah. So you can take the action all day. You can try and run past your problems all day long. But at the end of the day, when you have that moment of stillness and you're sitting and you're not, you're not rushing around trying to be busy or trying to put anything over top of what you've been trying to ignore all these years, that story pops back up. Yeah. That's why I think that inner work is so important and aligning with what is it that you really want and what does that feel like internally? I love that. Can you give us some sort of like actionable tip for maybe somebody helping, helping people to like identify when that's happening for them? Mm, That's a great question. Cause I think that's half the battle, like figuring out in the moment, Oh, this is the story that I love to tell myself. Oh yeah. Cause we're never just sitting around like, Oh yeah. And that's a comfort zone. Like, hey, right. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's a muscle. It's a muscle that you yeah. have to work out. It's very annoying. For sure. It is. <laughs> we, we love our minds, but they play games with us a lot. They Honestly, do. I think pay attention to the places you're saying, I don't know. I think that's such a huge indicator that there's mm-hmm. a comfort zone around because that's that comfort zone just saying like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Like, I don't, don't want to like, touch that. I don't, like, yeah, don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Exactly. So that's I think super interesting. pay attention to where you're saying, I don't know. And the other one is, I don't know how. So like, yeah. how do I do it? If you're feeling stuck, chances are there's a comfort zone there. Even yeah. though you want to say, well, I'm feeling stuck because I don't have the resources. I'm feeling stuck because I can't invest in that course that I want to invest in. Well, there's so many people that have had success that haven't invested in a course or done that exact concrete path you're looking at. So chances mm-hmm. are that's probably not the reality. There's probably a story hanging out. So what's the real fear that's hanging out there? Yes. I think another one to add on to that maybe is if you hear yourself going, I always mm, like yeah. that, cause that's one that I've had to unpack a lot recently of like really catching myself when I go, Oh, I always fill in the blank. I always mm-hmm. quit 60% of the way through. I always push good things away when I get to a certain point, I always, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And that's a story. Like mm-hmm. that, I always fill in the blank. That's a story you're telling yourself about yourself. Mm-hmm. And that can absolutely, absolutely be changed. Yeah, 100%. Any story, any story you have playing in your mind can be changed. You have the power to rewrite those stories anytime. You're the one that wrote it in the first place. Now, there <laughs> are like, obviously, we go through life, we pick up trauma. We pick up other people's stories. We pick up conditioning. And this is where I bring human design into my coaching as well, because there's this whole part on where you can take in conditioning the easiest and how to release it. That was a huge aha for me. I wrote down so many things about that. That was yeah, so helpful. 
so human design is a great tool, but tangibly, like it, since we're like talking about like, oh, well in the moment, I'm not like, oh, I don't know. Oh, that must be a comfort zone coming up. So instead of waiting for it in the moment, just ask yourself right now, where do I feel stuck? Or what is it that I desire that I don't have right now? And what's mm. the story standing in the way? Oh my gosh. I love that. Where do I feel stuck right now? What's the story standing in the way? Mm-hmm. Get your journals, folks. Get your journals out. <laughs> get your it's tissues. Get your <laughs> tissues and your journals. We're That's getting right. into it. Well, Megan, I just have one more thing that I would love for you to share before we let you go. And that is, is there a moment that you can think of in your own life mm-hmm. where you really had to dig deep, find your magic and like start a new chapter, a new journey. Mm. Like you had to get brave. So many. <laughs> so many. I know. I'm sure. I'm sure. So many new chapters. I think, let me think. Okay. What's coming up? I think the, I mean, the story that's coming up and, you know, we already chatted about it, but when I lost my older brother, I had already gone so far on my journey of like self-help, personal growth. And in my mind and and in ego, probably, since we were talking about that earlier, I was like, I've got anything life throws at me, like Mm. bring it on. I am so evolved and like ready for it. I know nothing about that inner monologue. Nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. Just all alone in that story now. And when that happened, it felt like my entire world imploded and grief hits you like that. And it doesn't matter if you, if you've lost a loved one or you are grieving a relationship or you're just, you're grieving a loss of a business. There's so many things you can, can grieve and it hits you like your world is imploding and it feels like there's a giant hole in your life, or we always say, it feels like there. my brother's name is Kirk. It feels like there's a Kirk size hole in our universe. That's what yeah. we would say. And the bravest thing I could do was to feel into all of that, to allow myself to move forward. Yeah. And that's when I truly, I think that's when I found the most magic. Like yeah. I started my business way before that. I took these brave external moves of like, I moved from my hometown I bought a one-way ticket to travel the world. I did these brave external things, but the real magic in my life happened when I faced that grief, when I faced the depths of the darkness that was coming up. And I said, I can do this. Yeah. Let's move forward. Yes. And what a gift. First of all, thank you so much for sharing that story. I know from firsthand experience that it's it's a delicate thing talking about grief and Mm. a vulnerable thing talking about grief. And as you said, grief can come in many ways, shapes and forms, but in particular losing really important people in our lives um, is its own special brand of grief. So thank you for sharing that story with us. And I think I just want to say what a gift to the people that you work with, that you leaned into that. Because if you allowed yourself to experience it, you are so much better able to help the people that cross your path Mm. move through their own grief because you know what it feels like, which would not have happened had you not allowed yourself to go there. 
Mm, it's so true. It's so true. And like every instinct in me wanted to go, nope, we're just going to keep running and we're just going to ignore that. Right. But what I really needed was to step back. I ended up taking like a couple of months off of coaching because yeah. that felt like the responsible thing to do to take care of me first. And then mm -hmm. I could show up on a bigger level. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I mean, we're on a little bit of a grief tangent, but this is a mental health podcast as much as it is a business and a coaching podcast. And I personally have had the experience that grief is like, I, I always say grief is like glitter. Mm. Like it, you never quite get rid of it. Like it's going to shine in the corners of your life for the rest of your life. You're going to find little pieces of glitter and it's going to come up for you. And the best thing that we can do, at least in what I've learned for myself is to not judge or repress that beach ball. We're not pushing yep. that feeling down. We're letting it come up to the surface. We're looking at it. We're saying, what do you have to teach me? Thank you for this evidence that I had this incredibly wonderful thing in my life that might be gone, but I'm so happy to have experienced it. Mm -hmm. And the secret is you move on much faster if you take it out and look at it bravely than if you like keep it underneath, boiling underneath the surface without ever yeah. truly unpacking it. Exactly. Walk with it. Walk with it. Oh. I love that. And it truly, it truly is magic. It's a transformation that we make by being yeah. brave. Yes. I love it. Oh, what a good stopping point. This, <laughs> is. this is truly magic. It truly is. Megan, I'm so happy. Thank you so much for coming and talking with us today. And just last thing, let people know where they can find you, how we can support you and connect with you. Awesome. Well, you can find me pretty much everywhere at Megan Siemens. Super simple. Um, websites, Megan Siemens. Instagram is Megan Siemens. I hang out on Instagram probably the most. Uh, and I have a, a fun human design guide that I think we're going to drop into the show notes as sure well. Are. Amazing. <laughs> and that'll walk you through those different layers of the chart that we talked about. And also some fun journal prompts for each human design type. Absolutely. I highly, highly, highly recommend you guys check that out. Again, that link is in the show notes below. Amazing. Thank you so much, Megan. Everybody, this has been an episode of Find Your Magic. I'm Kelsey Foremost. You can find me at kelseyforemost.com and on Instagram at kelsey.writes. We will speak to you very soon. Awesome. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, Magic Maker. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you're truly committed to inviting more magic into your life. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Find Your Magic on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to this stuff. Each review truly means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Now go out there and find your magic. <laughs>